What is going on guys? I'm Dust and this is So You're Getting Older and man it has been a minute. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that have happened in the last couple weeks or so and I know I tried to do my podcast every other week and I know it's been kind of hit and miss lately and I understand that and I do apologize. Um, but what I can say about it though is trust me, there's a reason. You know, if you listened to my last episode, uh, you know that me and my family have been going through kind of a grieving process, uh, having had to put our, uh, having had to put our dog down. And that's still, to me, it's a, it's a very sensitive topic. It's very uh, raw still right now um, because I do, I do miss my dog. And, you know, there's other things that have happened as well. And, you know, let's see, uh, our, where I used to work, our corporate overlords came in and basically just started to, you know, kind of throw everything in upheaval, which was to be expected. And, you know, I knew, I knew some of this stuff was coming and, I just was not prepared for how quickly it would happen. And that's on me. Um, not too concerned with it, though, because I have found a new home. And I've found a place that actually does indeed feel a lot more like home than my previous company ever did. And that's kind of what I'm, what I'm here to talk about today. Uh, you know, I was scared shitless uh, to make the move. I was, because, you know, I'm walking away from... Decent pay, uh, three weeks paid vacation, you know, pretty much if I didn't feel like doing something, I just didn't have to do it. I would just call and be like, guys, listen, this ain't, you know, this ain't working. Um, but this this new company, I have so much more freedom and I I didn't realize exactly how much better it could be uh, on the other side. And here I am, you know. I'm back to back to being, you know, three and a half, four minutes away from work. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about somebody else being in my truck overnight. I don't have to worry about too much at all. They, the company I work for now, and I'm being intentionally vague, I understand. Um, the company I work for now, they are a lot more about just letting the drivers be drivers and do what they do. And they give us the trust to not go out and screw things up and not go out and have, you know, accidents or spills or things of that nature. And I gotta say, it's refreshing. And, you know, on, uh, let's see, today's Wednesday, so it would have been Sunday. One of my coworkers was like, hey, dude, I'm gonna go get another load. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, if you got your, your four, you know, you've done four in, you know, I think when I was done, I was at like 13 and a quarter or something. And he's like, you know, you, you've done your four, you know, don't, that's, that's, you know, pretty much all that's expected. So, you know, if you want to bail and go home, you can. I'm like, well, don't I have to call? He goes, no, he goes, you're over 12, 12 hours is your shift. Anything else other than that is gravy. I'm like, but I don't have to call. He's like, no, don't call. Just go. If you want to go home, take the truck back to, to our park and, and uh, drop it off. That blew me away. And, you know, 
sometimes, you know, when you when you go and you make a, a leap like that and you go somewhere else and you go to somewhere new, there's always that kind of feeling out process where you're trying to figure out, you know, how everything works and things like that. And uh, this place just trusts you. And I think the other day she went, you don't look tired. She goes, how was your day? I'm like, you know, it, it was actually pretty good. Like I, I moved, I did, you know, all that I needed to do, all the new paperwork. Like it, everything about this just feels right. And I can't stress that enough. And, you know, I can't, I can't stress the fact that no matter how scared you are at making that leap, what's the worst that can happen? Seriously, what's the worst? You know, I walked out of a, out of a company where my allotted shift time was 5 a.m. to 5 p.m., 12-hour shift. So that's cool, but unfortunately, we're being hamstrung and we're cut off after eight hours, nine hours. I can tell you right now, over the last five days, out of my available 70 hours to work, according to the uh, Department of Transportation, I worked 69 of them. And I did not feel at the end of the week like I worked 69 hours. I didn't. You know, I get home. I'm not, you know, exhausted. I'm not angry. I come home. I'm actually in a decent mood. And I'm not you know, feeling like I need to have 20 minutes or so before I can feel like myself again and I can just kind of decompress. It's great. It's absolutely great. Anybody that's sitting there on the on the fence line, you're just kind of hedging one way or the other and you're not sure which way to go. If you're looking at something new, what is the worst that can happen? Seriously, ask yourself that question. I did. And when I was done asking myself that question, I proceeded to listen to myself, try to talk, uh, talk myself out of making the, the jump. Oh, you've got three weeks vacation. Oh, you've got a higher hourly rate. Oh, you've got this. Oh, you've got that. Okay. I've also got a paycheck that has been dwindling and was right around anywhere from three to $400 below what it should have been. And that's even by looking at my hours that I tracked and I worked. I was still shy. You know, but at the end of the day, it all just kind of boils down to how much bullshit are you willing to put up with? And what's the barrier for the bullshit that you're willing to put up with? You know, you need to be the person who takes a look at all that stuff on your own. You can't have somebody else look at it for you. You need to stand up and look at it and be like, you know what? I get it now. This makes sense. And there's so many people that all you got to do is be able to just take that leap. I mean, seriously, I know I already, I've already said it multiple times now, but what are you afraid of? You know, what is the worst thing that can happen? Seriously. And if you leave your, your previous job on a, a somewhat decent note, odds are should the unthinkable happen and you're not able to make your new place work, or you feel like you need to be back where you were, all you got to do is make a phone call. I mean, really, what's the worst that can happen? Think about that. When when you're hemming and hawing over everything, you know, all the pluses and minuses for each place and all that, just think, what's the worst that can happen? For me, the worst thing that could happen is I would have to swallow some pride and call up my old company and be like, I'm so sorry, can you please take me back? And, you know, I've got way too much goddamn pride to be able to do that. So I went to the new place. 
uh, and I can say, I can say for certain, uh, the talks that I've had with the owner, the talks that I've had with people that work there, uh, the fact that I was actually able to get a couple friends to come with me over here, um, it's all all a bonus to me. And I feel like if I can make this work, I can make anything work. And there's so much more of an upside to this new company than there was at the old one. The old one, uh, I I don't I don't want to sound like I've got sour grapes, or I don't want to sound like I'm just going to sit here and run my app about them and you know talk a bunch of shit. That's not what I'm wanting to do. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say the company name. I'm not gonna draw them out like that. But what I will say is, in my experience and in my opinion, literally top to bottom, they need an extreme management overhaul, top to bottom. And anybody anybody that says otherwise obviously doesn't understand how my industry, the natural gas and oil industry works. And you can't run this like a gas station, you know. You can't run this like a, a, a restaurant. You can't run this like any other industry. You couldn't even run it like a football team. You can't run it like a stock place. You can't do anything. Nothing like that. You need to run this business with people who know what the business is about and how it's run and operated. You can't you can't take the existing management who's already proven themselves to be lackadaisical and or incompetent at worst and continue to have them in place and be like, gee, I wonder why this guy was selling his company so darn cheap. Well, possibly because he found it the easiest way to get rid of everybody that he despised or didn't want to have under his umbrella. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm saying, in my opinion, you can't do what they're doing and expect a business to continue the way they were. This business, or this company that I'm at, rather, they're they're run by by people who are still, at this point, actively going out and driving trucks. And they are actively, you know, delivering loads and going and picking up water and, and dropping it off. You never know when you're going to see the owners out there because they could very well be in a truck sitting sitting over on the pad right by you and you'd never know. And I can say that, in my opinion, that that's great. You shouldn't have to be worried about whether the person's sitting in a pickup watching you. You know, you shouldn't be worried about, you know, every other minute detail because you're you're going to get so wrapped up in trying to micromanage yourself that you're going to miss the big things happening. And I feel like that's where that company was headed. And this this new company that I'm at, I'm absolutely happy. And I actually sent the owner a text message uh, after a couple of days and thanking him for the opportunity to work you know, where I am and doing what I do. And I wanted to just kind of express my gratitude towards him and tell him, you know, that I appreciate everything that he's done for me personally and everything that he has done for me professionally. And that I'm going to do my best to make sure that I can hold up my end and not make this company look stupid. We'll see. But I, uh, I'm very happy and I can't stress that enough. You feel like you're at the cusp of, you know, needing a change. Heed my words. 
Put your finger on what it is that you need to change. Hold it down for just a minute and think about it. I'm not saying go sit in your your bedroom cross-legged and meditate on it. I'm just saying keep that thought in your mind and try to process it and try to figure out what it is that you're unhappiest about and what could change for that. And if you've got an opportunity to go somewhere else and do something and you feel like that might be a better choice, what do you got to lose? I know I keep saying that, but what do you have to lose? I know in 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 my life, I've got, uh, let's see, I've got a mortgage, two car payments, two kids, a wife, uh, all the bills that go along with the house and things of that nature. And I can tell you, it scares the holy shit out of me because that's the worst thing that could happen. We could lose everything. If I fail at this, we could lose everything. So for me, failure, not an option. I don't look at failure as an option on anything. And I, I can tell you, and I know my wife will tell you too, I fight hard. I fight to win. And if I have to, I will fight dirty. But at the end of the day, I will make sure that my family is taken care of one way or another. And I feel like the opportunity, excuse me, opportunity that was presented me um, gives me the best chance to be able to provide for my family, myself and our future. And I cannot stress it enough. If you're scared, don't be scared, homie. Just get after it. Because if you're going to sit there and go and waste your time every day and be 100% miserable, look at your priorities first. You know, see what what your priorities really are and weigh everything. But at the same time, keep an open mind because, yeah, you may be starting at the bottom of the of the old pecking order, but you started at the bottom of the pecking order before. You know, what do you have to lose? By, by taking a chance, you know, if you feel confident in your abilities and you feel confident in yourself, bet on yourself and go. That's, that's all I can say. For me, that was, that, that's been a very solid choice on my part. And I feel it. I feel it in my soul. I didn't, I, I came to a realization on one of my last days where I, where I was at before that when I went into work, I would sit in my car for, you know, two or three minutes, like psyching myself up to get out of my car and go to work. And that's when I knew that that was, that was going to be a real, real, real easy decision for me to make. And when the end of everything came, I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. And I actually, I, I gave a week notice. I didn't give two week notice. I gave a week notice because I was just I gave them some notice because I felt like they deserved it because of the last seven years of what they've done for me. But And it's like I told the owner of the new company, too. On one hand, I want to give them notice uh, because it's the right thing to do. That's the kind of person that I've always been, and that's just how I would like things to be. But then on the other hand, I also, and I told them this, I said, you know, on one hand, I want to give them two weeks notice because that's just the right thing to do in my opinion. And it's the way I've always operated. But on the other hand, fuck them. How much notice are they going to give me? And I ended up working it where I was able to give them, you know, a week notice. And the week notice on a five-day work week actually turned into a four-day work week. Because on my 
what would have been my Thursday, I walked in and I knew that there was some really nasty weather coming uh, the next day. And I walked in and I was like, guys, I'm not going to put myself out there uh, for a company that I know at this point does not have my back on anything. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to put the company out there. I feel like at the end of the day today, uh, it's probably going to be in everybody's best interest to just shake hands and part ways as friends before things get or have the chance to get extremely ugly. And, you know, I felt like my my supervisors kind of understood where I was coming from on that. And, you know, we all we all shook hands, you know, said our goodbyes. I went and I worked. I worked a full day. I came back. And the instant that I knew that I had made the right decision was when I walked into the garage to go turn my paperwork in and, you know, get my uniforms turned in and all that. Uh, I was basically treated like a pariah. I mean, it was like I had leprosy. Everybody took a wide berth around me. They wouldn't look me in the eye. They wouldn't even say anything to me. And so I just, I turned my stuff in and, you know, walked out. And the second I walked through that door for the last time, it felt to me like there was, you know, a thousand pound weight lifted off of my shoulders. And I felt so much better. And I felt like, you know, I could actually breathe again. And it was, it was just a surreal experience for me uh, to have that many years that I dedicated to a company, uh, come with absolutely nothing at the end. And it's not like I would, I would, I'm talking about financial. I'm just talking about, you know, I don't know. Uh, my ultimate uh, supervisor, the regional operation manager, uh, it would have been nice to get a phone call from him or a text message, you know? I mean, it doesn't even have to be a thank you. It could be a fuck you. I'd have been okay with that. You know, I, I had spent the last four days on different well sites looking at every set of headlights that was coming up the road thinking, man, is this going to be when they come out with the pickup truck and, you know, they've got another driver in the in the pickup with them and they just send me packing? Like, is this going to be it? Is this going to be it? Nope. Shit. Okay, cool. But, you know, it, it never happened. And, you know, I'm thankful for that because it was, you know, giving me the ability to provide for my family for a little bit and, uh, you know, not have to wait on a paycheck from, uh, my new company to come before I was able to start paying my bills again. So that was, that was nice. Um, there, there was another driver that quit and he had also not, not the same day. There was one that quit the same day too. And he ended up going, he, I knew he was going to the same place because we went to orientation together. We actually drove out together. Um, and there was another driver that quit and kind of made me worried about my paycheck because he was not, he was locked out of the system completely to see, even see his pay stub. So he was, but he was finally able to get logged in under the former employee area and, you know, was able to see his pay stub and all that. And I know there was a group of us that it always looked like our, our paychecks were lighter than they should have been. And I'm sure they were, and I just, I can't figure it out. And I don't really have the patience or time to deal with somebody with a law degree uh, to go after, you know, $1,000. Big scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal to me. Small scheme, short term, yeah, it, it, 
it, it caused a little pinch, but you know, we were, we were able to work through it and get everything done that we needed to get done. And, you know, we were able to prove that, Hey, we can be adults and here we are, but I can, I can say that that was one of my big worries because his last paycheck was never direct deposited. They actually, ironically, they spent more money getting him his paycheck than they would have if they would have just direct deposited. Um, They mailed the check from the main office to our uh, terminal, who then put it in an envelope and then FedExed it from the terminal to him. And that just seems like a colossal waste of money. But that also tells me how petty this company could be. And so, you know, I was worried about it, and I was greatly surprised when on Monday, you know, around 9 o'clock, I looked at my bank account, and holy crap, they deposited my paycheck. And when I sat there looking at it, I was also taken aback by the fact that this was my first paycheck in, like, four weeks that had not been screwed up, had not seemed like it was missing hours. It was it was bizarre. And I'm I, I just kind of giggled about it. And I'm like, man, you know, that figures, you know, my last paychecks and when they didn't fuck up, but you know, here, here I am. I'm, I'm at a new, new job. Uh, I have new days off. Uh, my new days off are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I'm going to be altering my podcast times and all that. And I do apologize for, uh, the, the lack of podcasts lately. Uh, it's, it's been a time. And that's kind of just how I'm I'm seeing it. And, you know, I do appreciate everybody out there who takes the time to listen to me. I do appreciate you and I thank you. And as always, you know, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Facebook at Getting Older, G-E-T-T-I-N-O-L-D-E-R. You can get a hold of me on Instagram at So You're Getting Older. Um you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Getting Older Pod. That's the at sign and Getting Older Pod, all one word. Last but not least, you can get a hold of me through email as well. Uh, so you're getting older at gmail.com. Don't be shy. You know, if if you if I can't do anything here unless I get some kind of interaction with people uh, to give me you know show ideas, give me you know. I don't know, give me support, you know, tell me thanks, you know, tell me, hey, you know, that that was actually a decent podcast. Or on the flip side of that coin, oh my God, you suck. I'm sick and tired of hearing your voice. Why don't you ever shut the fuck up? Uh, you know what? I'll take those emails too. Um, again, I appreciate you and I look forward to my next episode. Uh, hopefully is going to be two weeks from today, which I don't have a calendar in front of me and I'm not good at doing things on the fly like that. So two weeks, 14 days. Uh, That would be not this next Wednesday, but the following. Uh, Yeah. Take her easy. Do your social distancing. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. You're nasty. Wash them. Wash them twice. If if you're my, my, my son listening, you're gross. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. We have a bunch. Not mine. You don't, you don't get to use mine. Mine is Black Cherry Merlot from Bath & Body Works. Fuck you guys. I like to smell pretty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am Dustin. This is So You're Getting Older. And uh, I will definitely catch you on the next one. And hopefully we have something other than my personal life to talk about. Toodles. <laughs>